Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. So, my new iMac showed up today. It's a nice color. I like it. A lot of people like tweets of new computers. I realize that. People love a new computer pick. It's a good feeling. It's good. It's a nice feeling to share. It's my first one in years. Yeah? When? How old is your current one? Maybe three or four years. Like, or probably three-something years. But I've had... I have one of the MacBook Pros with the crappy keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, changed... I know I've gone to the Genius Bar to change keys on it at least six times, if not, like, <laughs> seven. So, like, that's how long it is to me. It's just, like, it felt so much more painful than it needed to. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, mine's a 2017, so it'll be four years pretty soon. Four years in, like, a month or two. But luckily, WWDC is in a week, so I'm excited to see if they announce the new 16 inches. Yeah, well, actually, that's that's a good chance to say. So we're recording this June 1st. WWDC is Monday next week, but we probably will not release this till the end of June or the very first week of July after we announce that we've raised our funding, which you should have heard about in the last episode by now. That's also why we're getting new computers, because we can afford them. And because it's uh, actually beneficial to us doing work, which is part of the reason we raise money. Yeah. I was going to say, your machine is always like going crazy whenever you're trying to share screen and run it locally and demo. And it's just like... That is... So we we every, we always joke, like I have to do everything when we record the podcast to quiet my fans. So now I won't have that, which is great. Last um, podcast without fans. Or with fans, sorry. With fans, which is always annoying too. Hopefully we have fans that listen. Probably not. Either way, it's even worse when I'm doing Zoom and running the app like running arrows locally screen sharing and running a demo and then our app like feels sluggish because computers just can't keep up so hopefully that will stop being the case yeah but the topic for the podcast is hiring which is also another thing enabled by our newfound bank account of cash that we can use to hire people with we found it so i don't know do you want to set that up yeah so basically our goal is to establish a small team of people who can help us grow the product in the company and set that baseline, those founding people who will help establish what Arrows is outside of us two just working on something together. So that, of course, comes with a lot of decisions, a lot of work, and a lot of trying to find the right people, trying to figure out what people we need. And so that's a lot of the things that we've been thinking about and working through in the last few weeks. And luckily, we are already making great progress. We have one person who has told the job that they're leaving and has accepted an offer. So that's uh, super exciting. Not only that, the CEO and the president of the companies that are investors. It's is a friend of ours that we've talked to a lot over the last year plus almost monthly and he's been an advisor role to us so he's joining we won't say that until yeah i was going to ask like how in- i don't know how in depth we want to get but in terms of like the role that they're filling or well i mean he's going to be the head of customer experience so i think we can mm-hmm. say that there's a chance we might have talked about who it is by the time this comes out but i think that's pretty exciting it's nice because the people who would be most bummed that he would leave or actually excited because they think it's the right move for him. They're excited about him working with us and they're excited about the product. So that part felt good and and he's very excited. Yeah, but he's someone who's been doing onboarding for a decade now. And so he's just this absolute expert in the problem that we're trying to solve. And so he's going to be absolutely fundamental to us. And he already has been fundamental to us solving this problem in the right way. Yeah, definitely. So he's officially accepted. That's great. We just have to get him. He won't be here till mid-July officially. But then we have another person, a friend of ours, worked with a little bit in the past on client work. I was just catching up with a few weeks ago. And I thought like in the back of mind, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if we got to work together on Arrow someday. And it turns out that like 
timing was right, that he was looking and starting to consider maybe doing something different. And so we did a quick two-week contract to make sure we all liked working together. We know we'd done it before, but in this context and where we were the boss instead of like where there was another client. And then also to make sure that he liked thinking about the problems and the challenges that we had. And that went pretty great. So now we are working with him on on if it makes sense to join and what that would look like. He wants to, we want him to we just have to try to get some details. And so hopefully in another couple of weeks, he'll be started and everything. And that would be awesome. And that's like a designer product manager type role. Somebody that take a lot of that work off of my plate. So I'm not the only one doing design work and supporting you and the other engineers on shipping features. Yep, absolutely. And then the other people that we're looking to hire are engineers. So I think we're looking for two to three engineers. We've broken it down. I think we want definitely someone who's more full stack, who can do some front end implementation, do a lot of product development, would feel comfortable owning a feature that gets mapped out and then really owning and delivering that feature. And then also potentially someone who's more backend oriented, also just dealing with a lot of the integrations that we want to do and how those will fit into arrows and making sure that that all... Somebody who wouldn't mind digging into like the Salesforce API and mapping arrows to that, like somebody where that would be, if we could Mm -hmm. make them do that for a month or two, they would be like, cool, like Mm -hmm. not a big deal. And then, yeah, like you said, somebody else where they are happy and, if anything, care about UI implementation and mm-hmm. user experience and all that stuff to help the designer PM person that we're talking to. And you deliver those things to like a really high mark. And then I think the third person, if we get one, could be some blend of that or either type and we'll figure it out. Right. I think finding the right people and then building the team around those right people rather than being super stuck on like some vision of an exact breakdown of role and responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Like people that just make us feel comfortable and that we trust and we believe have the right makings of an early team member because like you said, you set this up and said like these are going to be the first people. So they will also be hopefully the people that help us hire many other people. And we care about emotional intelligence and people who are, you know, trustworthy and that are honest and that we like working together with and that we can be open with. And as long as we can find that stuff and they're pretty good at writing code and they are excited about arrows and working with us in return, the rest comes together. Like I'd rather have somebody who was more excited about arrows and us and the team we put together and was a slightly less experienced or slightly less amazing engineer than the inverse where we had to convince them that they weren't too excited about us. Yep. And I think that kind of ties into some of the stuff that we've been working through, especially in the last two weeks, working with this potential hires, trying to figure out also how do people working on the product who are not us fit into that process? What are the things that people need to get caught up on? What's all the context that we have in our heads that no one else has? What are the things that are confusing? What are the misunderstandings? What are, how do we even work in a week with people who aren't us. It's it's very different when, you know, you and I have been working together for a long time. Well, we've also done a lot of client work where it's like a very clear one month or six week deadline. And the, the outcome of what you're building is so defined. And week to week, everything's written out. And now it's like, wait, there's a lot of this still up in the air. We have a pretty good product, but we're changing the product in some ways and expanding it and deciding what we need to build. And where does that come from? A lot of that is in my head and your head, which is something we dealt with a lot the last two weeks. So like, how do we get that stuff out of our head so other people can understand it, formulate their own opinion about where we're going? Yeah, so the project that we tackled in the last two weeks is a new 
version of the dashboard. I don't know. Did we talk about this in the previous week on the podcast? I don't believe so. We might have mentioned it, but I don't think we really did. So in the past, we've mentioned that we're bringing on a new customer and they're a bigger customer with more advanced needs. And so one of the things that we need to do to support that customer and other customers of their size is establish a new dashboard, basically. And so that means having a dashboard that supports having hundreds of customers and arrows, having a dashboard where you can find the specific customer or plan that you're looking for. And so the project that we did with the potential new hire is working through what does the filtering system look like? What does the pagination look like? How does that all fit together? And how do we deliver something that lets us support those new customers. Yeah. And I think it was an interesting challenge to say, how do we help? How do we have somebody come into our team and give them a small thing that we think is pretty small, but actually has a lot of different implications and challenges? And how do you understand the structure of arrows as a product in the data model and all these things and why somebody might want to filter or change or use the dashboard in XYZ way? So we thought we were giving like a pretty small little two or three day design thing, and it was, but then it actually became very challenging and hard to figure out. So it was a great test case. Yeah, as soon as you ask a question like, how do we do filtering? It's like, well, why do customers want to filter something? And then it's like, well, they want to filter it because they're trying to do this. And it's like, well, why are they trying to do that? So it's kind of like... when it's like, well, actually, that same customer has two other people who might want to filter in these ways and for these reasons. And Right. So there's just so much context that comes with any product change that making any kind of design decision about it requires understanding that context. And so getting people up to speed on that context is one of the main things we realize will be critical for getting new employees caught up and just feeling like they have the information that they need to be able to solve the problems that we're facing. Yeah, because even if they come in, because we have a a set of things, a set of challenges right now, which is we have the product we have now, which we want to amend and improve and build upon. Then there's the gaps that our product has that we just don't have anything to do inside the product with right now, like just stuff we really need to, totally new development. And a lot of that stuff is just from customer feedback and thinking that we have in our heads and just things we've heard continuously and been jumbling around in there. How do we help people grasp both of those and the direction that we're taking the company and the product and let them buy into those and understand them so that way as they come in, they can actually, we don't just hand them a thing and say, go build this over the next two weeks. They can actually come up with their own ideas and direction. They need to be able to make little design decisions and code implementation decisions with a confidence that is just always hard when you're at a new company. You just don't feel that. And especially one like ours where there's none of that foundation in place. So it's going to be a, a big, interesting challenge to figure that out, but kind of a fun one. I'm actually very interested and excited about that, even though it's daunting and gives me some anxiety. It's actually just seems fun. Definitely. Well, cool. So I think what we're going to do is follow up with this in a couple of weeks about where we're at with hiring. Hopefully we have some of these engineers, at least we're talking to more people. We probably won't have somebody hired in that time, but that'll be the next goal is how do we get engineers in the door so we can go actually build the company that will build the product. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Later. Later.